I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I'm fucking glowing now. That's what is happening. <laughs> Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I am Heather B. Armstrong. And I am John R. Bray. I want everyone to know that I had to make some very drastic changes to my setup here in front of the microphone because of that goddamn dog. Excuse me. That's that's really what it is. It's the, it's the dog. I mean... It's the dog barking. That's the root it's of it. It's the dog barking. I mean, we had some audio trouble with the last episode... But in, in addition to the audio trouble, my dog literally barked for like 20 straight minutes and I could do nothing about it. She sits at the front door and she barks at everybody who walks by. So I have crated her. She's in her crate. She sleeps in a crate every night, but I've crated her. I've turned off the heat so that the heat doesn't come on. I did the same thing. Otherwise, it will whistle. There's all these things that we have to take into consideration when we, when we, when we do this. I'm sitting on the floor. I put a pillow under my butt so that I don't shift... <laughs> so they don't shift so much and he has to edit out the shifting but th- that's sort of behind the scenes of what goes on with the recording here and full disclosure everybody today is a sponsored episode this is a sponsored episode just so we're all clear about that but we're really excited about the sponsorship because it ties in perfectly with what we wanted to talk about which is both John and I, John R. Bray, me, <laughs> not John Armstrong, That's right. John with an H. <laughs> Do you know that in my in my inbox I have his email labeled as John without the H? Did I tell you that? That's what his email comes up as. It goes into that folder. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it keeps it easier. We've made some dietary changes. I know everybody's going. No, not another dietary change from Heather Armstrong. <laughs> I know there were just eye rolls everywhere. <laughs> But it, I think it's it's interesting because it's not like sudden. I mean, at least for me, it's not like suddenly I am eating X diet. It's just changes, like trying different things, figuring things out. Honestly, just trying to fucking survive. Because yeah. especially now in winter, mm-hmm. when everyone is just, people are dropping like flies from illness. And <laughs> I, I'm trying and when you live with kids, there's there's no... I mean, even, like, I only have one. Lexton is almost 14. They still bring they still bring shit home. Oh, yeah. And you've got Marlo. I mean, they bring a ton home. Well, she's, she's, she's luckily, or I, I think... We'll talk about this in a bit. Her tonsillectomy last year, I think, has affected her. Like, she's not nearly as susceptible as she was in the past it sounds like you say that with a shudder like just remembering <laughs> what it was like she missed over 17 days in, when she in first grade Holy over shit. almost 20 almost 20 days i think of school like 
days and days and days at a time she was throwing up and had a fever and yeah so yeah this this season is always scary in terms of like whenever so you know all my notifications come to my watch and whenever like i feel my watch ringing because my phone is ringing i'm always afraid to look and see if it's the school (laughs) right yeah we've talked about that the screening of the school calls but now it's only they sit with the nurse but now it's like on my wrist, like when my wrist starts to vibrate, I'm like, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. <laughs> so what, what changes have you made? Oh man. So, I mean, it was, it was one of those, like it started at the first, I mean, we talked about this. It started the first of the year, not because it's a, it was a, you know, a new year's resolution, but just because it was a fresh start. Like, so why not? So I stopped eating grains a hundred percent. Grains. All grains. Oh, uh, God. Oh, high five on that one, man. High five yeah, on that one. You know, I did it because in addition to running, I think cutting out the grains helps build some of that lean muscle. And I've never, I mean, let me take a step back. I've never really made a drastic change in my diet just to better understand how my body responds to food. Like, I mean, there was a period several years ago where I, where I ate less to lose weight. But never to, to say, well, if I cut this out, do I feel different? Do I feel better? So I cut out all grain, which was easy in the sense that I, I don't necessarily miss them. But I also like to bake, so that's hard. And I know there's grain-free baking. And let me just tell you right now, <laughs> it is not baking. It's, it's not. It's an insult to the word. I'm sorry. It just is. So that's been a little rough. But I cut out all the all grains. I start every single day with a green smoothie. That is my breakfast. And and this was all supposed to just be in January, but I'm still I'm still going strong because I haven't really found a reason to stop and I feel fucking amazing. Yeah. Is that and I I feel totally different just in general physically I feel different. I feel like my skin is healthier. I don't know. It's all this stuff. But the last big piece that makes me feel less amazing sometimes is that i i have not had a single alcoholic drink since the first of the year what i yeah it's been that one i that's been rough why have you done that well you know dry january is a thing and i've i heard about it like year over year over year and i thought well what the hell i will try dry january and see how it goes and it it happened to coincide with a point where i because of the holidays i had kind of already gone through a lot of my alcohol which sounds terrible but just with (laughs) you know having people over and things so i didn't have a lot in the house and i just thought well i'll give it a shot it's not a big deal i don't have any real big plans and i i think that is one thing that will probably change but not having anything for like six weeks now has just changed my perspective on having it Hmm. i guess or why i or why i want to drink i guess more than anything it's made me realize that I, I was, it was just a habit. Like I would cook dinner, so I would pour a glass of wine. Like I would do this activity, so I would have a drink just because that was what I did. So I cut that out. So honestly, without grains and with a green smoothie and without alcohol, there's just nothing left. How much weight have you lost? Jesus Christ. I don't, I never, I haven't weighed myself in years, so I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, and the goal of cutting out the grains was to build lean muscle. So theoretically, I didn't lose. But I think I think within the first week, 
maybe the first two weeks of cutting grain, I, mu- I must have lost because I just felt, I don't even know how to describe it. That, that probably I felt the most was the grain. Yeah, so the grain, uh, the grain part of the vegan diet that I was on was um, be- because I, in order to train for the marathons, in order to have enough calories and have enough protein, like do you do you consider rice a grain? I do. So okay. any so rice, yeah. oats, wheat, corn. Yeah. Yeah. In order to get enough calories to train, you know, to run sixteen miles at a time. I was eating a ton of rice and lentils and anything that I could find that would get protein and calories into my diet. And it made me miserable. I was miserable. I was bloated and agitated and my skin was terrible. And you would think the opposite. People, you know, I'm training for marathons. I'm eating a vegan diet. I should be the healthiest of my life. And I was just absolutely in total misery. But I think it comes back to like, everybody's just super different. Yeah. I mean, I I think there was a time near the end of last year where I had sort of unintentionally cut out corn. I just hadn't eaten corn for whatever reason for several weeks and ate it. I don't even remember what I had. It was like tortilla chips or, or I had tacos or something. And I felt like shit. Like yeah. absolute garbage for a good 24 to 48 hours. <laughs> and I, I kind of linked it to that. And I have a friend who's been cutting grains for months. And he said the weird thing for him is that he could eat corn until he dies and be fine. Yeah. But wheat destroys him. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a gluten thing. He just can't eat. He just can't eat wheat. Right. So I think it really think it's just the person. I went paleo in 2011. I remember that. It completely changed my entire world. Um, it cleared up all my sinus infections. It cleared up my fatigue. Like there were th- so many things that it stopped. And the reason when I went vegan, I was really, I had just broken up with a boyfriend of three years and I was really, 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 really busy. And I wasn't, had a lot of anxiety and I wasn't eating very much. So it made sense to me because I was eating mostly like vegan granola bars. Um, I wasn't, sure. I wasn't eating like large portions of rice and lentils. So once that started in the in the diet, that's when my body was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? When I went to Paris, <laughs> it's so weird. I had really good meals in Paris, but they have a, we've talked about, I, I talked about this when I came home, they have a very different way of eating and they don't eat right. dinner until 10 o'clock at night. And then, by that point, at 10 o'clock at night, you're kind of not hungry anymore. You're kind of just like, oh, well, I went through the whole day without eating. And you're just, so you, when I was in France, my appetite completely changed. And I ate a different way and I came home and I sort of continued that. And then I went to New Orleans for Christmas. <laughs> and, then, and then it changed again? <laughs> well, and then you had Popeyes and a hot dog at 2 a.m. I mean, so I ate so much food. <laughs> <laughs> I ate so much food over that week. And I didn't mean to, but it was all there. And I was like, I'm in New Orleans. Like, I should do this. Like, I'm here. 
I need to celebrate and and embrace the fact that I have access to all of this amazing food. So I did. And in the moment, it was amazing. <laughs> Not so much after the fact. You know, and I think because I was, you know, I was there enjoying myself I didn't really feel the effects of it until I got home. And when I got home, I felt like absolute crap, like terrible. I felt terrible when I got home. And I didn't even mean to do this, but I I was like, okay, what am I going to do? How am I going to cleanse? I didn't want to do a cleanse. I'm not doing that. Like, No, no juice cleanse for no, you? No, no. Uh-uh. I didn't want to do a cleanse, but I, what, what I wanted to do was sort of like dial it back a bit so trader joe's i'm about to like espouse something that people are going to be really mad about but trader joe's has the cheapest bagged greens of any place i've ever been so you can get a, a bag of arugula and a bag of spinach and a bag of like kale and they're like a dollar 29 a piece that's how yeah that's how i do my smoothies yeah is that spinach how, is that what you greens do? really so what do you put in your smoothie so I put uh, like half a bag of spinach, half a bag of power greens, which is like this shard spinach. Yes. Uh, there's a number of different things in it um, with two cups of coconut water. And I blend that. And then I add an apple, a pear, a banana, four stalks of celery, and the juice of half of a lemon and blend that up. And it makes about 48 ounces. <laughs> and then That's very I drink. Specific. What's that? That's all very specific. Keep going. I I mean, I've done it. I, I've made 30 of them or so. And I drink 24 <laughs> ounces and then put the other 24 in the fridge, which some people make a big deal that you should make it every single day so it's fresh. I don't have time for that shit. Right. So I make it every other day. And it's still really good. And it works for me. But yeah. the greens are so cheap. They're so cheap. And I know it's terrible that they're so cheap and that they're bagged, but God, it makes, it makes it so easy. And so what I've been doing, so what I did, and I didn't even realize I was doing it, but so for the, the entirety of January, when I got back from New Orleans, I'd feed my kids dinner and we'll get to that in a minute. Um, (laughs) And then I would make myself this gigantic green salad with all these different greens and mixes and then a little, uh, just a tiny bit of a creamy dressing. Creamy dressing goes a long way, just a little bit of it. And, and I would eat that. So for like, like 27 days, I'll, I'll, like I ate a salad for dinner every single night and I felt so much better. Unfortunately, There's always a but. There's there's always a but. Well, the the great thing about it is that this is Heather Armstrong speaking. It made me regular again. That was a, that was a really great side effect. Um, uh, because when you're on a Paris diet, there's no food going through you, and so it just yeah, the Paris diet is not necessarily the. They live longer though, so it doesn't make any sense anyway. Um, I. I eat I eat the salad after Marla goes to bed and we're sitting down to watch Gilmore Girls and I notice that <laughs> as I've been crunching on my salad because I have the cruciferous blend which has Oh yeah. That's a good blend though. Brussels sprouts and cauliflower and stuff. Lita inches away from me. 
<laughs> and she finally was like, I can't handle you chewing that salad. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So now I, now I'm not next to her on the couch watching Gilmore Girls. I'm in the chair across the room eating my, crunching on my cruciferous salad while she's over there. And I'm like, are you okay now? Is everything fine? Can you hear me crunching? Okay. Is she eating though at the same time? No, no. I, feed- I think, I think that's part of it though. I really think that <laughs> listening to someone eat when you're not eating is awful. I don't care. I know. I don't care what it is. And I've tried to be, because there are certain <laughs> certain foods that Lexton will eat. And I know that he's not eating them obnoxiously, but it makes me want to explode mm-hmm. if I'm not eating. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's 14 and then of course it's going to annoy her, but that's my life. It's like the best part of my day. I love my green salad. It's so good. It tastes so good. I forgot what a green salad, like it's just yummy. So... But I've made that change and I feel so much better. And so now when I go out to eat and eat something else, like you said, like having like having corn or anything, it's just like, oh, oof. You kind of suffer a little yeah. bit. Well, I think though it I've just, I've been able to to avoid grain. And I think it was I think you wrote this at one point, like way back. Maybe it was when you're on a vegan diet, something about how you're, you're vegan, but you're not one of those people that makes it impossible to go out. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I see it. I mean, if I, if I'm going to go out with friends and there's something like, I don't really have a good option. It's not like I I can't eat. Right. I'll, I'll find something, but I think what it's done is, you know, I would eat whatever that is. And then the next day, I'm now hyper aware of how I feel. So I could say, okay, I actually don't feel that bad. So maybe these things are not, are not that bad in moderation or I feel miserable. I can't eat that again. Mm-hmm. Whereas before I would just ignore it or maybe my diet was so shit that I just <laughs> felt fine anyway. Or misery was normal. Misery was normal. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I remember feeling that way after I went paleo thinking, oh, wait a minute. Like, I was miserable all of the time, all of the time, not knowing that it was what I was eating. <laughs> and I, yeah, I would talk. It, makes, it does make me wonder that. Yeah, I would. I would talk about certain ailments that I had on my website, and people would send me like, you know, if you try this, like, if you try this sort of, you know, eating, if you if you come eating like with this perspective, maybe it could help you. And I was like, oh, shut up about the food. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to me about the food. The food doesn't make a difference. It's not the food. My body is just, I never made the connection that food, like the food that I'm putting in my body is really what's making me feel good or bad physically. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was, I was the same way. <laughs> and what what's interesting, one other thing that I started doing, uh, which isn't related to health, but I started taking one self portrait every single day, starting with the first of the year. Seriously? Just thinking, yeah, just thinking Are it would be really Are you going to share cool. this with us? I, we will, anyway. <laughs> so, one a day, I, I, out of all the things I decided to embark on in January, that was probably the easiest, and I missed one fucking day. Oh. So that particular day is filled in with the blonde-haired, blue-eyed emoji man, <laughs> because that was the closest I could get. Where, but, are you, where are you keeping these? They're just on my phone. I mean, I'm not taking- okay anything but they're not like the front camera like i put it on a tripod take the photo 
file it away in an album on my phone. And, and I was just doing it just as a discipline to try and do it because I hate photos of myself. So I thought it would be an interesting activity. But then just a week ago, so like five weeks into the year, I was looking back at them and I looked at January 1st and then whatever day in February that I was on. And that was like when I made the comment that I, my skin feels better, I can visibly see a difference mm -hmm. in how I look on the first of the year versus how I look now. Yeah. Just not, not weight or, or anything, but just in general, how I look, I feel like I look healthier and I don't even like saying that because people used to say things like that to me and I would want to hit them, <laughs> but I get it now. I totally get it. And it's so weird. I would want to hit them. <laughs> but I mean, people, they're like, I can just see my natural yeah. glow. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh God, I don't, I, you don't, you don't glow. Nobody glows. But I'm, I'm fucking glowing now. That's what is happening. <laughs> Stop. Just, I'm glowing. I'm glowing. Everything else might be falling apart, but I am glowing. <laughs> oh God. So speaking of that, of everything else falling apart. You know about this. I made reference to this in a photo that I posted on Instagram. I'm not going to get into the specifics of it, but I called it, I think I called it the flying frozen, the flying frozen. Um, oh, I remember that post. Is it I remember that incident too, but. Hamburger tile smashing fiasco. I'm, t I'm totally going to look it up. I'm going oh, to see what you um, called it. You called it the. Flying frozen ground beef broken tile fiasco, <laughs> my, my, which my, is a great name. But my friend, who's my landlord, commented, "Is there something that I should know?" <laughs> oh God! And I was like, "I fixed it. It's done. We fixed it. It's all good. Everything's fine." Um, no, so I, I mean, I, I've chosen not to fight the battle of food with my kids. Sort of. Yeah, I was going to ask about that because we have talked about that before and I wondered if that has shifted at all. Well, like I, I want them to have, they, they they are better human beings and they're better to be around when they eat meals. Like instead of snacking and instead of like having something terrible for dinner, like if they have an actual meal. And the problem is, is that there's only like four things that I cook. I mean, I can cook. I can totally cook. I just don't because my kids don't eat it. My kids won't eat it. And I don't want to spend the time cooking because I don't have a lot of time. I don't want to spend the time cooking if they're not going to eat what I cook. So there's like four things that I cook that my kids will eat. And last Monday night, you know how everybody knows how Mondays are. You're getting back into it. And it's just... Oh, yeah. I mean, it is a cliche. It's like, oh, God, Monday. But it's true. There's a reason it's a cliche. It's because it's true. It's reentry. Yeah. That's, I mean, we've talked about reentry before. That's really what it is. Yeah. And I had come off a weekend of entertaining my 14-year-old for her birthday. And I had no rest whatsoever on the weekend. So I get up Monday morning, and I'm just like, I have got so much to get done. So I got all this laundry done. I got all the dishes done. I got all – I wrote – my word goal for the day, I got something written from my website, I did all this administrative work, I did some tax work, and and then right at 5.30, we started piano, and uh, it was just a disaster. It was just a disaster. And 
halfway into her the like her her teacher gives her like seven things that she has to do and like it after the third thing that we accomplished i said let's take a break let's have dinner and then we'll come back so she runs to the couch and she starts crying this is marlo she starts crying i'm like hey it's okay it's gonna be okay and i said how about let's have some dinner what would you like for dinner and she says i don't know and i'm like and i start listing off everything that I know that she will eat. And she says, no, 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 no. I like that when they don't know what they want, they just know what they don't want. Mm -hmm. And everything that I offered her, she said no. And then she finally said, I just want to eat some, a handful of cookie crisp. (laughs) Oh my God. And I was like, that's not happening. That's not happening. You need to eat some food. We need to put some food in your body. And she finally said, I'll have some chicken. Like, make me the chicken that you make me. She likes chicken with um, just a lot of seasoning on it, like put on the George Foreman grill. Okay. Um, but I didn't have any that was thawed. So I, <laughs> I was so frustrated at this point because I had done so much that day and she is just being so impossible. She's being impossible. And I go over to my, I was so, I, I don't like, I was just. So we're inching closer to the ground beef. Now. Yeah, I was just, in that moment, it was just so frustrated. It was like the end of the day and I just wanted her to eat something healthy and like, just to, you know, easy. And I go to the freezer and I open the freezer door and there's ground beef just looking at me right there. And I picked up the ground beef and I, I just threw it on the floor. <laughs> So to bring our listeners back to an earlier episode, this is one of those moments to not be proud of, but they happen. I'm not, I'm not proud of it at all. I'm not proud of it. It was just an, in the moment, I'm going to throw this ground beef on the floor. Oh. Cause that's going to solve everything. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. This frozen ground beef on the floor. Uh, anyway, yeah. I fixed her chicken that night and she ate chicken and we finished the lesson and I apologized for throwing something on the floor. For, th- for throwing the ground beef. Mm-hmm. I broke a tile. I fixed, well, my stepfather fixed the tile. Um. <laughs> it's not every day you get to apologize for throwing ground beef though. <laughs> I, mean, I did. I said, I am sorry for throwing the ground beef on the floor. <laughs> oh my God. But it's, it's, that's, I think what is so perfect about how all of this coincided for this sponsored episode, because she wants, essentially she wants cookies for dinner. Yeah. Right. A handful of cookies for one, because it's sweet for another, if we're being honest, probably because she knows she can't have them. And for another, because it's easy. Yes. Right. But it's not healthy. And that's the whole, that's what you try to balance is yes. how can you how can you make it easy but also healthy so you know you can all agree and that's why go-go squeeze like the squeezable applesauce pouches are awesome yes that's who that's who we're working with this week and that that's i mean it just worked out so perfectly as we're talking about these diet changes and then also not diet changes for our kids but how to get them to eat healthier things like products like this are just so convenient because you don't, you don't have to do anything. I know that sounds like ridiculously lazy, but 
it, it does help. And to be able to say, no, you can't have a handful of cookies, but you can have something that's sweet and just as easy. And you can still slump on the, on the sofa and, and eat it. What's, what's interesting is that last year, I never really did write about Marla's tonsillectomy, but she, she probably lost 10 pounds during that week because she couldn't, she could barely eat anything. And I actually grabbed a whole bunch of the applesauce go-go squeezes and I would pour them into a spoon and I would spoon feed her <laughs> the applesauce because it was the one, like it was one thing that she would actually eat, which is why I love that they approached us for this. Yeah. Well, and in a situation like that too, you don't have to, you know, open, you don't have to open a jar and put it in a bowl and get a spoon. Like, it's just, you can, you know, it's one good serving mm-hmm. and it's super convenient. I just squeezed it into the, into a spoon because she, she couldn't suck because it was bad for her scars. But because of that though, she'll, I, I can throw it into her lunch. Like she'll eat it at lunch. It's a thing that she will eat at lunch. <laughs> one of the four things. <laughs> I was going to say like a, a thing. Yeah. Yeah. A thing. But and now does she always have the same exact kind? Because there's something like 25 different varieties, which is awesome. Because Lexton always gets he really latches on to a particular food and loves it. So I buy a ton of it, uh-huh. and then he gets sick of it. Yeah, she'll eat like four of the of the varieties okay. of it, but like she'll stick to that to to those four specifically, and she'll go through like one, and then she'll. Like, go, I don't want that one anymore. And then she'll go to the next one. And then I have at least four that she, she'll rotate through. Then she's never tired of them. You can keep throwing them in yeah. at lunch. <laughs> so, she, so she has four flavors of the go-go squeeze she likes. And go-go squeeze is one of four items in her lunch. Yeah. Look at that. It, it has increased the variety, like, exponentially. It has. Um, from all white bread (laughs) so she's a sandwich kid yes she's a sandwich kid Mm -hmm. well she is she's a nutella sandwich kid is what that is the thing she doesn't like Like just nutella yeah interesting on white bread see lexton is he's a sandwich kid but it's always either peanut butter and jelly or almond butter and jelly i've sent him with like nut butter and nutella He doesn't like it. I don't know. He likes, he likes Nutella. He just doesn't like it. I don't know why. Well, see, the thing about Go-Go Squeeze is that it's, so it's 100% fruit. It's gluten, nut, and dairy-free, and it's kosher, and there's, there's nothing artificial in it, which means that I eat them too. (laughs) Like, it's a, it's a great, like, afternoon, like, wanting to stab everybody because I'm, I'm written 4,000 words just to grab a snack and, I will go walk with it in my hand. Like I can take it with me on a walk with Coco. Yes. Yeah. Well, and if I'm in a hurry out the door with Lexton too, I'll usually grab, I honestly, I will grab a couple thinking, well, he'll have a couple to eat. Inevitably we each end up having one because they're just, they're convenient. (laughs) Yeah. Which is great. And like you said, there's nothing bad in them, which is awesome. And Marlo and I get to have them for ourselves because Lita doesn't eat fruit. <laughs> this, this though, these. Yeah. You should. Do, I mean, there's all the different varieties. You can try to slowly transition her in. Mm-hmm. I think they, there's steps. a yogurt one as well. Yes. See? Yes. That doesn't have to be refrigerated. I don't think. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I mean, it's, it's great actually. So if, if any of our listeners are looking for a way to easily kind of integrate fruit and veggies into their kid's diet, whether, whether, you know, they're picky or not just for something that's really convenient and easy, go, go squeeze is totally the way to go. And you can find out more information about them and, and find the different varieties at gogosqueeze.com. And because this is now, you know, the age of social media, you can also find them on Facebook at gogo.squeeze and Twitter and Instagram at gogosqueeze for more healthy inspiration. You can also buy it at Amazon and Target as well. Yes, lots of major retailers carry it. So but it's for, pretty accessible. For me, the, the best part about it is just being able to grab it out of the in and go. That's it. Put it in my purse, yes. go. Because fruit is fruit never made me feel bad um, when I was vegan. Like fruit was actually like a staple of getting me calories. So I still fruit is still a, a huge part of my diet. You know, and fruit was never a big part of my diet, which is I, I don't I've just never really liked fruit. Even as a kid, I don't really like sweet foods. So like dessert, even I'm not a huge dessert fan. No. But cutting out grain had to fill that void with something. <laughs> so I've really increased and, and, and with the smoothies, like fruit has just become a huge part of what I eat and I'm starting to like it. So to have a convenient option is, is handy, but just in general, I'm always trying to eat more fruit. Mm hmm. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The month before we ran the Chicago Marathon, I did a dry, a dry September is what I did. Like a dry January. You and did? I didn't know that. Yeah, I totally did. I noticed that at night, I was starting to crave chocolate. <laughs> like In I, place of a drink. Yeah, I do not... I do not do sweets. Like I, I'll eat a, a protein bar in the morning, but that's literally like the most sweet I will go. I don't like dessert. I don't like, I don't like fruity cocktails. Yeah, same. And I noticed that I was craving dark chocolate, specifically. <laughs> and it was the weirdest sensation. I'm like, what is this? Why am I craving chocolate? And so I went. I went to. I was uh, I was still vegan at the time, so I went to Whole Foods and they had the, this vegan these vegan ch dark chocolate bars, and I would have a piece of it every night. But I did that, yeah. Interesting. That is a strange. It's for me, 
what I realized is that if I would drink in the evening, it would always make me feel like I needed to also be eating. Mm -hmm. So if I would go in and pour a drink, you know, after, after Lexton went to bed, I wanted a snack, but I didn't, I don't really need to eat at nine 30 at night. So cutting out the alcohol has just for the most part cut out snacking. Yeah. Which is really strange. I never really paid attention to it until, you know, I start looking in my pantry now. I'm like, when, when the hell did I buy these snacks? Because I don't eat them. Lexton doesn't eat them. Now they just sit. Maybe I just need new snacks. I don't know. You know what I, what I did too, when I came back from new Orleans is, um, I always like after, after Lita and I watch Gilmore girls and I do whatever I need to get done. There's always like, I want to go get a bite of something. I want to go get a big bite of something that's like, um, hearty and something soulful. (laughs) I know that sounds weird. Okay. Something like like a like like a biscuit and gravy. Like I crave like just a giant bite of that at night. And okay. so what just I just one did, bite. Like you don't yeah, actually want well, a biscuit and gravy. I mean, I would eat the whole thing if you know if I let myself. Well, yeah. But like I I would just just a giant bite of it. And so what I did is I got rid of everything in my refrigerator except for what my kids eat and the greens and the dressing that I put on the greens. And so I don't have that option anymore i just took it away i took the option away and it was like it's not that you know it wasn't hard it wasn't that hard you know and i remember when um do you still eat dairy i guess oh my god i love cheese (laughs) i can't i i don't think at this point i cut it out i would become a a pretty vile human being you are in the midwest so cheese is yeah it is life it is life. Uh, I thought so. Going so dairy is not part of the paleo diet, and I thought that that was going to be the hardest part for me, and it actually wasn't that big of a deal. And I think taking the dairy out of my diet is what cured my sinus infections. That's just a theory. I'm, it's comp- it's totally not science at all. It's just a theory of mine. I've heard lots of people make connections between sinus health and cutting dairy. I again yeah. don't know any truth, but. Everyone I know who's cut it has said something similar. Yeah. Cutting the, the grain part wasn't that, that big of a deal for me. And and then the and then the dairy wasn't wasn't either. So the dairy I mean, I guess I said the same thing about grain before I cut grain, that it would be really hard. And it it, it wasn't. I mean, I also I kind of have the personality where if I decide if I set a time frame and I say I'm not gonna do this or I'm gonna do this for this amount of time, I'm pretty good about it. Mm-hmm. But then a- even after, I think it took, I don't know, less than a week or two for me to not even really care mm-hmm. to the point where I will still bake things and Lexton will eat them and it doesn't really bother me that I can't. Yeah. I think if someone told me I wasn't allowed to bake anymore, that would bug me. But <laughs> I get just for something about it, like the, the ritual, it's kind of therapeutic. I like to bake. So he'll he'll still eat it. And the fact that I don't even really care, I don't know. I mean, it does, it is challenging, I will say. he He's not super picky. He's kind of particular, but he still eats grains. So it's hard. It, inevitably, it means I'm preparing more foods at dinner. Yeah. And that just, it's just more time, honestly. 
I know, more time. God, yeah. can we just please figure out a way to generate more time? Um, yeah, oh my God. I mean, I will say that eating, choosing to eat like a diet like I'm doing right now is uh, is a bit privileged. I mean, I have access to a Trader Joe's. The greens at the normal grocery store are like triple the cost. They're triple the cost for like half the amount. And like I have access to Trader Joe's and, you know, I'm, I have a car and I have the ability to go do it. And I know a lot of people who, you know, some really healthy diets are just prohibitive because people don't have access to really quality food. Yeah, that's a frustrating. It, it was interesting because when I stopped drinking, I thought, well, this is great. I'm going to save money because I'm not buying alcohol. But I feel like buying more fresh ingredients mm -hmm. has kind of filled that gap. <laughs> I know. I told because, you. I mean, even even like affordable greens, like yeah. you eat so much yeah. fruits and vegetables. But it, it is frustrating. It's like I, I know how good I feel, but I know how hard it is for some people to be on that diet. Yeah, I, because I know. Because of the access or I've because never... you, know, you can't. You can't go to the grocery store once every two weeks yeah, and buy a bunch of fresh stuff because it doesn't last. I, I've never spent so much money on food than when I was vegan. I spent so yeah. much money on food, on fresh food. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I think if I were to go vegan, it would be, uh, yeah, even just with the, just with the smoothies. But I've also like knowing how good it's made me feel. I mean, I, I will say Lexton does not drink green smoothies, which is really not surprising, <laughs> but he, he requested to try one once really, and, and tried it. He had like a, I think I like scooped it with a spoon or something and he admitted it was not as bad as he thought it would be, which truthfully I feel like is a huge compliment. I expected him <laughs> to hate it. He doesn't want one and he but he's made suggestions like what if you add this? What if you add that? I added god, I added raspberries once. Oh. To the recipe in place of in place of apple. And if you've ever made a smoothie, you already know where this is going. And he walks into the kitchen. And he goes, "Oh. That looks like diarrhea. But I'm sure it's going to be really good." And walked out. Oh like, my gosh. And he was he was accurate, like a hundred percent accurate. <laughs> yeah. Which, when you when you laugh that I was so specific with what I add, because the one time I deviated, it was it was hard to get down. <laughs> I mean, it really it really was. But knowing how good I feel, I have tried the one the one thing that even as a even when he was like really little, Lexton would always eat greens, like plain, really? just handfuls of spinach. He loves kale. He, and still to this day, will do this. It was much cuter when he was younger, but he will sit and hold a Brussels sprout and peel it leaf by leaf and eat it. What? Like when he was tiny. It was fucking adorable, if I'm being honest. But he'll eat these things. So I just one day started making him like power greens and spinach and cut red pepper and carrot in a salad and just gave it to him without really asking. And he just eats it. So I just change the toppings and he, he keeps eating it and he's eating, I mean, way more greens than he was ever eating before because, and I think if I asked him, do you want a salad? No, he would just say no. 
mm-hmm. because other things are more exciting, but he totally eats it. Well, I think um, evolutionarily speaking, I just made that word up. Um, it was good though. <laughs> evolutionarily speaking, uh, I did some, I read somewhere that the reason that kids are picky, I'm sure everybody's heard this, is because uh, back in the hunter gatherer days, the poisonous things are bitter and don't taste good. And right. so, so I've always, when people talk to me, you're like, your kid doesn't eat anything. And I'm like, yeah. And she's the reason that we're all still alive today. Oh my God. <laughs> because of the picky eaters. It's That's because awesome. She, all the picky eaters back in the hunter gatherer days are the ones that didn't m- make us die off the earth. Right. And, uh, <laughs> like, I'm not trying that thing. <laughs> y- y'all can die. <laughs> I will remain hung. I will remain hungry and alive. Right. Well, because, but it's funny because all the picky eaters I've ever known are also just stubborn as hell <laughs> because I think you have to be like people say, you know, just make them eat the food that you're eating and they'll eventually eat it. Like, no, the picky eaters that I know would have died. Mm-hmm. Like they would have just not eaten. Yeah. Because they're that stubborn about it. My child didn't eat lunch. For an entire school year, for an entire school year, my child boycotted lunch because we Who forced boycotted her. boycotted lunch? Lita, Lita boycotted second grade lunch because we forced her to, to eat at school. Because we were wow. so, we were so frustrated. We didn't know what to do with, about her eating because she wouldn't eat anything. And so we were like, you know what? Peer pressure. It's going to be peer pressure. We'll let peer pressure in this case work its magic in a good way. She never ate lunch for an entire year. That's how stubborn she is. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You have to be. It's like, it's part of the, part of the silent agreement. (laughs) Silent agreement of keeping the species alive. I'm I'm super stubborn. (laughs) And maybe it'll change and maybe it won't. And I was totally, I was, I was just as picky as she was. I was even pickier and I eat everything except coconut. Now you said coconut water and I almost threw up. (laughs) Well, you technically you can use water. I've also used half water half almond milk because if you use almond milk or add a little bit of nut butter it makes it extra rich yeah i cannot believe i'm actually having an engaging conversation about smoothies <laughs> if i had known this was going to happen if someone told me this like 2 months ago i wouldn't have believed it oh no i can't no there's an God. art there's an art to the smoothie there's definitely an art there is and i i have to say i never understood why people bought really nice blenders and I don't have a really nice blender. And now I'm 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 shopping for a really nice blender because I use it all the time. I'm gonna get you a really nice blender. I'm gonna get <laughs> you one. Because I know which one you need if you're making that yeah. many smoothies. Yeah. Yeah, I have oh, the best God. blender in the world. Yeah. Oh, see, I I need like my blender is You can't have a really crappy trying. blender. You cannot have a crappy blender and do smoothies, dude. I'm gonna send yeah, you no, I'm gonna send it's, you it's, a it's blender. Weird. Everybody I'm going to send John a really good blender. I'm I'm ready. My smoothies are ready. My greens are ready. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh. But I I, I just, I think, though, like, we can make these choices to to change. And we can't make our kids make these choices. So it's like, it's the little victories. So when he eats the salad, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Especially because... Right now, when everyone is sick, I feel like, I mean, yeah, we, vitamins, 
whatever, it's fine. You need to be eating enough food Mm -hmm. and enough good food. I think just to give your body the energy it needs to fend it for, I mean, to fight this shit off. Oh, yeah. And they're they're growing. I mean, I don't know about Lexton, but Lita, I, maybe it's her hormones, maybe it's her age, but she gets to Friday and she crashes. She crashes so hard and wakes up on Saturday and is like, Mom, like, I am so tired. Like, what is going on? And I'm like, well, uh, it's called life. <laughs> right, right. Yes. Welcome. <laughs> And she has she has horrible growing pains in her legs right now. Are you are you kidding? No. Lexton comes home almost every day from school and complains that his legs hurt. And I kept telling him, I'm like, you're you're growing like clearly. And he was like, no, 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 that's not it. And I had him stand by me. I'm like, you can almost look me in the eyes. Oh, my God. Six months ago, you couldn't. I mean, he had I don't think he's actually gained any weight, but he's he's got to be. Five eight, probably. Oh wow! Oh, he's he's tall, super tall, and incredibly lean. And he, but his legs always hurt. He's always tired. Yeah, and I mean, part of that I think is just a separate discussion that school starts way too fucking early. To be honest, for, mm-hmm. for these kids, but that's just my own. Well, my own opinion. We were standing there on Saturday she was standing next to the counter and she's like, Oh gosh, my, my, my leg hurts. Oh, Oh. And I watched the pain like grow bigger and bigger and bigger in her face as she fell to the floor and was gripping at her leg. And she's like, what's going on? And I'm like, uh, you're getting older and growing. This is what happens. I'm so sorry. I remember it's, it was, it was, it was terrible, but she's short for her age. Um, for her age. How tall is she? Well, the last time I measured her, she was only five three. Really? Yeah, I was five I was five nine, five ten at her age. That so is, Well, it's I mean, I guess I don't know what, what average would be at that age, but she's so limmy. Yeah. That looking at photos You would think she's much taller. Yeah, if you were like, yeah. Well, she's she's pretty tall, she's five eleven, I'd be like, Yeah, okay. No. Nope. Totally could see that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think Marlo will probably outgrow her by like a half a foot. Wow, interesting. Yeah, Marlo's the gonna be the my tree, especially because she eats more foods and she eats fruit. <laughs> well, that yeah, that'll do it. Is she? Do you think she'll be just as limmy? Yeah, yeah, for sure. She, Marlo's built a little bit more like me. Lita okay. is built exactly like her father. Exactly. Okay. They share exactly the same shape and he's all limbs. So And he's tall, right? He's six foot three. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. So um I'm you know, I'm curious as to what will happen with Lita. Um but whatever happens is fine. <laughs> well, right. Unless she grows like six inches and a half a year and is miserable and lying on the ground screaming about her legs. Yeah. Well, yeah, that'd be problematic. Yeah. I will. I mean, the the rapid growth. It's interesting because when you're around them all the time, you don't notice things. Like mm-hmm. people have told me that Lexton's voice is dropping. <laughs> I mean, it. I I know it is because that's the age that he's at. But I talk to him every day, 
So like people will hear it and then make a comment to me like, oh my God, his voice dropped so much. I'm like, I, yeah, sure. I, I guess it did. But the growing, and I think I've talked about this. I, I can't, pants don't fit. Snow pants don't fit. Mm-hmm. Boots don't fit. Like I can't keep up. I want to just stop buying him things because there is no point. <laughs> it doesn't, he has, he has a couple pairs of pants that are two months old. That are already too short. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna write about this today. Probably is what I'm gonna do. But really quickly, we I don't like to shop. I hate shopping. Hate it. Hate it almost as much as I hate coconut. Coconut's <laughs> like one of the only foods that I won't eat. And I hate shopping. I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Like and all shopping, or you mean shopping. like, like I hate even it. grocery shopping? I hate grocery shopping. I hate I hate all of it. That is a big difference. I love I love shopping. I don't hmm. know why. I don't like, I don't just, ugh, like, get me in and out of the store as quick as possible. It's just, it, it gives me anxiety. Like, I don't know, I start to feel claustrophobic. And for Lita's birthday, somebody had given her a gift card to Old Navy, and we went to Old Navy, and Lita inherited John's side of the family's jeans when it comes to shopping. And we were there for two and a half hours, for two and a half hours at Old Navy. I wanted to stab my brain out it was i was i was loves i I, you know i made myself (laughs) act happy (laughs) i but honestly and this is not this has like nothing to do with the the clothing or the style anything for someone who feels anxious shopping old navy is the worst fucking place to be (laughs) she tried on and those she tried on probably like 70 pair of pants like ah and like they don't have she couldn't find the right size because she's so thin and her legs are so long and she tried on like 70 different pairs of pants and i was like how about this one how about this one no how about this one (laughs) just pretend they fit so we can go (laughs) that's rough yeah that's yeah but that play, especially when it's busy, oh, uh-huh. man. Yeah. I did it for her. We did it. She was really happy about it. Yeah. Does she know that you're not a big shopper? Kind of. Okay. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to blame the whole flying ground beef situation, uh, partly on how I held it all together during Edel Navy <laughs> <laughs> two days previously. Okay. Knowing that that came in advance as a flying ground beef, I think you're totally justified in that broken tile. <laughs> that, yeah, that's, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That is a place that even as someone who enjoys shopping, I would not want to be when it's busy. No. And it was Saturday, and it was super hopping, and yeah, 70 pairs of pants that didn't fit. She ended up bringing home one pair of pants. That's what she brought home after like two hours? Yes. Like sh- shirts too, or just literally she got just a, one pair She of got pants. a sweater and a pair of pants. Yeah. Okay, that's uh, still I can't even, hours. when I think about it, I'm, I'm going to start, I'm going to start hyperventilating. <laughs> I, well, I think that though is definitely... And maybe this is a huge stereotype, but I feel like it's at this age a gender difference. Yeah, Lexton, he he cares about what he wears, but the last time I asked him to come with me when I was buying him pants, he's like, "You know my size. You can just you can just get them." Yeah, 
Like that really doesn't, unless I came home with something that was like an obnoxious color, he'll wear it. <sighs> but I can't do that. I mean, I feel like I have to buy him stuff that he's going to semi like. Well, Lita is going to end up being one of those people who goes to the, um, who, who camps outside of Walmart or Target on Thanksgiving night for the sale the next day. Lita's going to be that person. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. I don't. I will love her I'm regardless. So I was going to say, yeah, that's, <laughs> she's still a great person. I will never be at that store with her. But I'm one of those people, though, where I, I don't get that. And I will make fun of people who do that. But if I know someone who's going and that store has something I want, mm-hmm. I will ask them to get it. So I am, I am the worst. You are the really. worst. I mean, I, they're going to stand in line, but I feel like they're already there. So like if Lita's going to wait and there's something I really need, I'll be like, hey, can you pick that up since you're going to be there at 2 a.m. anyway? Saving a trip. That was a spiral. That it went was. round and round and round and round. See, that's what diets do. That was a sponsored spiral, y'all. <laughs> Clearly, the diet changes have not put our heads in a better place. <laughs> But, you know, no one really wants that anyway. No. But we're very thankful for Gogo Squeeze working with us this week. Yes. And, again, encourage you to visit them at gogosqueeze.com. And you can follow them again on social media as well. And find them at Target and Walmart and Amazon. Yes. Basically anywhere you shop. Yes. And if you have made diet changes for yourself for your kids even if you just want to tell us we're ridiculous for our diet changes we would love to hear from you i would love to hear more judgment about my dietary choices has anyone judged dietary choices Mm, just i feel like i've read something here or there (laughs) just anytime you post anything having to do with food with food yes yeah so you can find us on social media, um, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Manic Ramblings, or you can email us directly to stories at manicramblings.com or visit our website, at, not at anything, our website, which is manicramblings.com. <laughs> and until next time, refrain from throwing the frozen ground beef at the floor. And if you do, apologize for throwing the ground beef at the floor. Sorry. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.